Mike, 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 check, check, check. 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 Yeah. Hi. Welcome to the I Hate Reading Podcast, the show where I read out loud, not because I want to, but because I have to. I hate reading because I can't stand the sound of silence. I'm not good at reading, but I'm great at talking. So let's get started. Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories... Riku's Story, Chapter 8, Revive, The Finale. It has become apparent that my video is probably going to be late, but I will say, in this recording session, we will finish the book before my video comes out. I just have to finish the script I already started writing in the bathroom ten minutes ago, and... I have to record it, and edit it, and make the video. But I still want to finish this podcast for some reason. I can't write the video without reading the rest of the book, so I might as well record it while I'm doing it. I don't know if I'm going to edit it this time. Last time I edited it while I was doing it, I think I'm just going to record it, and then edit it after the video comes out. I think that's fine. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, last time on Kingdom Hearts in this entire story, there were two characters. Riku, the hero of darkness who hated himself, but eventually accepted his own dark side, his own internal darkness, and realized that it was his to control, and that he could control both light and darkness to be the ultimate, most powerful being ever that no one has ever seen before. Meanwhile, Replica Riku, or Replica, was created as a copy of him to fight him, for vague reasons that changed throughout the story. Replica originally believed that he was better than the original Riku, and didn't mind that he was a copy, because he loved himself, and he accepted his own darkness and used it against Riku, and that's why he was better, because Riku was a coward who was afraid of the dark. The two of them fought, and eventually, replica Riku's mind was erased by his creators, so that they could make him think he was the real Riku, so he could go fight Sora. It was tragic and horrible, and he became a broken version of himself. Slowly, he uncovered the truth and broke his programming to eventually be completely lost with no identity broken, now that the day was saved. So Axel decided to take advantage of him and use him to kill the real Riku, as well as all the other leaders that haven't been killed yet, so Axel doesn't have to do it, and because it's kind of fun. So now, both of them are probably going to clash in this finale, and we will see. Let's jump into it. Riku walked through the spacious hall on the way to the next world. He wasn't afraid of the darkness anymore. There was darkness, and there was light. And both of them made him who he was. He understood that now. Riku, a voice called. He stopped, looking around. Who's there? He knew that voice, and that smell, too. I know you can feel it. The grip I have on your heart. You have lit in the darkness, Riku. It was the voice inside of him. The whispering of Ansem. Yes. And that means your very heart itself will become all consuming darkness. I'm not like that now, Riku shouted, once he'd lost a fight to Sora and couldn't accept what it meant. But he was a different person now. His heart wouldn't be swayed anymore by Ansem's temptation. Oh, but you are, Ansem replied undaunted, and Riku's body began to float off the ground. What's happening? The deeper the darkness runs inside you, the stronger I become. Controlling you is effortless. As he heard these words, Riku found that his body wouldn't obey him. 
He was paralyzed, unable to move a muscle. No! He finally managed to squeeze out a word, and then a sphere of white light began to drift down toward him. What? Ansem's voice was shocked. The light circled Riku and glowed brighter. He fell out of Ansem's control, as if strings that held him up were cut. Tumbling backward, he hit the floor with his behind. Must you interfere again, Ansem raged. But the stench of the darkness grew fainter, and Riku could move freely again. Woo! Sure glad I made it in time. That ought to keep Ansem busy for a while. The ball of light settled in front of Riku and took shape. It was King Mickey. Sorry I couldn't get here sooner, Riku. The king was looking down at Riku with a smile. While he still sat sprawled on the floor, he could hardly believe it. Your Majesty, it's really you. Uh-huh. Riku eventually got to his feet and uncertainly leaned over to poke the king's belly. Whoa! King Mickey yelped, but Riku kept poking him. The fact that the king was really here made him happier than he knew how to say. He grabbed the king in a hug. What's the big idea? That tickles. Uh-huh. King Mickey laughed, wriggling. Riku laughed, too. <laughs> You're not an illusion this time. I'm so glad you made it here. Finally, he let the king down and weakly sat on the floor again himself. I promised you I'd find a way, didn't I? Said the king, looking straight at him. Yeah, sorry. I'm okay. I guess I'm just relieved. I've been alone for so long that actually not being alone feels, well, it's nice. The king felt warm. He was really here. It was so long since Riku had been around anyone else for real. It made his heart pound. Slowly he got up again, laughing at himself a bit. But how did you make it here, he asked. I thought it was too far. I found a card to help me. The king took it out to show him. I needed a way out of the realm of darkness. And then all of a sudden, this card appeared right in front of me. When I picked it up, I could see your heart beyond the darkness. That's what led me to find you. This card. Riku took the card and looked at it closely. At the picture of a big clock tower and a train. It was a place he'd never seen before. I guess the card thought its place was to be with you, the king added. Maybe you're right, Riku said quietly, turning to him. Okay, Riku, let's go. With that, the king looked a little more stern, determined. Right. Riku climbed the stairs and held up the card to the door. A twilight lingering in the sky cast a beautiful glow on the streets lined with brick buildings. A deeply peaceful atmosphere pervaded everything, unlike any town Riku had ever seen. What is this place? I've never been here before. He turned back to look at the king. Have you ever seen it, your majesty? But the king wasn't there. He was nowhere to be seen. Huh? Your majesty? The little king is gone. A voice rang out from the quiet streets. Riku whirled to see Ansem there and automatically fell into a fighting stance with Soul Eater. You must fight all alone against my dark powers, Ansem called. But Riku only let his stance relax. What's this? Are you giving up, finally ready to surrender to your fate? Riku shook his head. You're not the true Ansem. I can smell it. Ansem narrowed his eyes. The Ansem in my heart smells darker, nastier. But your scent just isn't that. Riku took a deep breath, staring hard at whatever stood before him, wearing Ansem's shape. It wasn't the scent of darkness, it was something else. Something with more kindness. Something that smelled right. And he knew it from somewhere. I finally understand, said Riku. You're the one who guided me here, when it began. You came to me pretending to be Ansem, and you gave me the card, to make me face the darkness, 
That is correct, the man spoke. Some kind of mist rose around him. Then it slowly disappeared to reveal someone else. The man's face was swathed entirely in red wrappings, like bandages, leaving nothing of his expression visible. But the one eye that peeked out straight at Riku, Diz, or so I am known. I have been watching you all along. The man's voice was deep and even. Really, said Riku, who are you and what do you want from me? Diz folded his arms. For you to choose. Choose, Riku echoed. You are special. You exist between light and darkness. You stand in its twilight, and you must meet Namine and then choose. Namine? Riku couldn't recall hearing that name before. Who's that? You will soon know. With that, Diz was gone. Hey, wait. Riku ran forward, but there was no trace of him. Not even a scent. Who is Namine? For a moment, he hung his head in confusion, but then stood tall and stared, walking again. There was no one in this town, no Heartless either, and yet it didn't feel at all lonely or neglected. It still felt somehow welcoming. What a strange place, Riku thought. At the edge of town, there was a wall with a big hole in it. He could smell something from through there. The scent was twinged with darkness, but there was something else too. Could it be... Namine? He climbed through and found himself in a dusky forest. From far through the trees, light shone. He began to run toward it. The replica ran. The town bashed in an even glow, while Axel led him. He had a vague memory of it. This was where Sora and Vexen had almost fought. And then Vexen had fallen. Axel had told him that he would be able to gain new powers from destroying Zexion. And even if he couldn't become the real thing, if he got those new powers, he could be something else. Not a fake, not a copy of another person. But was it really true? He wasn't sure. New powers did nothing to change the fact that his heart was empty. He was still the same. And if there was a way to change anything, it would probably happen when he destroyed the real one, the replica thought. If I can do that, something will change, right? The replica went through the hole in the wall on the edge of town, and on through the shadowy forest. Axel had told him that it went to the place where Vexen had died. He would find Riku. When he fought Riku, maybe something would change. The sunset shone red on the tall gate. Beyond there, Riku could see a white mansion. Maybe Namine's in there, he murmured. Even behind him, someone spoke. Hold it. Riku turned, and staring back at him was a copy of himself. The replica. Out of breath, as if he'd come running. <sighs> Hmm. You've changed. Your own darkness doesn't frighten you anymore. The replica raised his sword. How can you tell, said Riku, not bothering to raise Soul Eater in return. Because I'm you, the replica edged closer. No, I'm me, Riku shot back. The replica paused, smelling a little. I'm me, he says. Must be nice being real. A fake like me could never get away with saying that. Then he jumped and slashed out at Riku who barely managed to block. The replica was strong, much stronger than when Riku fought him before. Not bad for a fake. Riku flung him back, but the replica spun in the air to regain his balance and landed in a crouch. That's right, I'm a fake, just a phony, the replica shouted, standing tall. The way I look, the way I feel, everything I remember, and even this newfound power. With these words, a dark aura rose from him. It was evil, an ascent Riku knew, the man he had just been fighting on Destiny Island. 
I took his power, Zexion's power. It's mine now. But still, the replica leaped up again, swinging his sword, and Riku felt the ringing impact through Soul Eater. Riku stared into a face that looked exactly like his own, and yet it was different somehow. I thought finding some new strength would let me become someone else. Someone else who isn't a copy of you. But nothing changes. I'm still empty, the replica cried, pushing Riku back hard. Riku crashed into the gate and fell. Everything about me is borrowed. As long as you're around, I'll never be more than a shadow. Breathing hard, the replica lunged for Riku again. So what? I'm me, said Riku, and I won't let you defeat me. He parried and tackled the replica to the ground, and then he had Soul Eater at the replica's throat. So, it's over, the replica grated. It will be if you keep going. <sighs> Death doesn't frighten me, the replica said stonily. Good riddance to a phony life. He wasn't afraid of being destroyed. He was afraid of forgetting, and of being forgotten. Will Sora remember me, he wondered? Or will his memories of me get mixed up with the real one? So he'll forget that I existed. My heart was never real. Even what I'm feeling now is probably all fake. The replica smiled faintly and began to surround him. What are you feeling? Riku asked, staring down at a copy of himself. What happens when a fake like me dies? Where will my heart go? Maybe it'll just disappear. The replica gazed up at the sky. The warm red sky over the town was so beautiful. A nice thing for the last sight, the replica thought. It'll go somewhere, said Riku. Maybe to the same place as mine. The replica's mouth curled in a bitter smile. <sighs> a perfect copy to the very end. That's okay. But as he said that, his voice seemed serene. Enveloped in light, his body vanished. Riku picked up Soul Eater, where he'd let it fall, and looked back behind him. The gate was open, as if to invite him in. Slowly, almost cautiously, Riku stepped through. Inside the mansion, everything was dim and shadowy. There was no sign of anyone here. Not even a scent. Is this the right place? Riku wondered. He crossed the spacious entrance hall, climbed the stairs to the second floor, and went into a room at the end of the corridor. Inside was a white room, almost like all those marble halls in the castle. But no one was there. He peered closely at a picture pinned to the wall. It was a drawing on white paper, torn out of a sketchbook, showing himself and Sora laughing together. Who drew this? Riku murmured, reaching up to touch it. And the moment his fingers brushed the paper, it began to shine. Huh? The light surrounded him, and when he came to, he was standing in another bright white room. There, quickly gazing at him, was a girl with pale blonde hair. Are you... Naminé? Yes. She gave him a tiny smile. He knew that voice, that scent. This was the voice that had spoken to him when the darkness nearly swallowed him up on Destiny Island. And the same scent, it was her. Riku was sure of it. Naminé, I see, he said softly. That was you. Huh? For a moment she looked confused. Never mind, it's okay. Um, Naminé tilted her head at him ever so slightly. Then she said, Please, come this way. He followed, past her. He could see some kind of device taller than him, and shaped like a flower bud, and Sora was inside of it. Sora! Riku ran up to it without another thought. What have you done to Sora? Nothing. He's only asleep, to get his memory back. What's that mean? Please tell me. 
Namine nodded and calmly began to explain everything that had happened to Sora in the castle. After she finished telling him about Sora, Riku stared at her for a moment without speaking. Sora had lost his memories here in Castle Oblivion, and he'd gained new memories. But he had chosen to cast those new memories aside and return to how he was before he stepped into the castle. That was all that Namine had to tell him. So Sora decided to go back to how he was, Riku murmured, looking up at Sora's sleeping face inside the pod. You have a choice to make, too, Namine said from behind him. Riku turned back to look at her again. Why me, too? No one's messed with my memories. It's not about your memories. It's your darkness. My darkness? As Riku said the word, the stench of it seemed to grow thicker around them. In your heart there is darkness, and in that darkness is Ansem. He might be at bay for now, but eventually he'll awaken, and he will take over you, just like he did before. But I have powers you can use against him. My power can put a lock on your heart. That way, Ansem could never escape from inside you. Riku looked up at Sora again. What happens to me if I let you do that? Will I forget everything like Sora? Namine said nothing. I will forget, won't I? The darkness in you will be sealed right along with your memories. You won't remember the darkness anymore. You'll go back to how you were, Riku. You have to choose. Still looking at Sora, he made a tiny laugh. He looks like he doesn't have a care in the world. Will I sleep like that too? Yeah. Sora's sleeping face was so peaceful. With that little sigh, Riku looked back at Namine. Figures. Sora always does what he wants. Whatever we were doing together, he'd find a way to slack off even when we were trying to leave the islands. I was the one doing all the work to make the raft. Riku closed his eyes, thinking of those far-off days on Destiny Island. Riku's getting annoyed. When Kyrie had said that, he'd turned to see Sora's clueless face. But just remembering that made him laugh. That's it, Riku decided. When the slacker wakes up, I'll tell him off. I told him to take care of Kyrie, And here he is taking a nap. But I can't say anything if I'd been asleep too. With his eyes open, he faced Namine. I don't need a lock on my heart. I'm ready. I'll fight Ansem. But what if his darkness overtakes you? She peered back at him nervously. Riku wasn't nervous about that anymore. If it happens, then the darkness will show me the way. Yes, you're right, Namine smiled, bright and certain. Why do I get the feeling you knew I'd say that all along? I didn't know. I hoped. I wanted you to face the darkness, because you're the one who can. Namine clasped his hands together. Riku shrugged. So that's the reason. That's why you came to my rescue, inside all of that light, in the form of Kyrie. You knew? Namine exclaimed. I knew when I met you. You and Kyrie smell the same. Right. What he felt from Namine was Kyrie's presence. He didn't know why they had the same scent, but right now, he didn't need to know. He stretched his hand out to Namine. Huh? She said. Without a word, he took her hand and held it tight. Look after Sora. I will. I promise. She squeezed his hand back. Okay. It's a promise. Riku looked up again at Sora's sleeping face. See you, Sora. He opened the door that Namine led him to. On the other side, King Mickey was waiting for him. So, I guess you decided not to go to sleep, huh? The king greeted him with a grin. How do you know about that? Riku asked. I heard it from Diz. The king turned to look at Diz, who was standing there behind him arms folded. You know him? said Riku. Well, I'm not quite sure. King Mickey cocked his head. Got a feeling that I've met him somewhere. 
Riku stepped closer to Diz. Hey, just who are you? I could be nobody, or anybody, Diz said, in a deep-faced voice. The choice is yours, whether to trust me or not. You sure do like pushing choices on other people, Riku remarked. Diz went on, as if he hadn't heard. You have pushed away slumber, making the choice to face Ansem. Do you think that was stupid of me? Diz's slight smile was barely visible between the wrappings over his face. You have chosen your own path. My only part is to watch over you. That doesn't tell me much, said Riku, almost offended. Are you supporting me or turning your back on me? That will be your choice as well. Believe what you want to believe. Riku stared hard at Diz. Believe? That was something he hadn't been able to do until Namine spoke to him in the form of Kairi. Until he found King Mickey. Just believe. The light will never give up on you. You'll always find it, even in the deepest darkness. That was what the king had told him, but he hadn't been able to believe. Maybe that was the one thing that Sora was able to do when he couldn't, Riku thought. But now, now he was all right. He could really believe in the king, in his own strength, his heart, in light, and in the darkness. This is the card that will draw out the darkness in your heart, said Diz, and toss Riku a single card. Finish your business with Ansem. If I use this, Ansem will appear, Riku said. But Diz, instead of answering, only vanished. King Mickey spoke up. We can defeat Ansem together. Slowly, Riku turned. Sorry, I have to face him alone. But why? The king looked shocked. There's no point in doing this if I can't do it on my own. But I do need a favor. If I lose to Ansem, he'll enslave me. If that happens... Use your powers to destroy. Sure thing! King Mickey cut him off. I'll be right there to save you. Huh? No, not that. I want you to just- No way! No matter what happens, I'll be there to help you. That's what I decided. Unless you don't really believe I'll come through. The king was smiling broadly at him. It's my choice to believe in you, your majesty. And I believe in you too. You're not gonna lose. I just know it. Thanks, said Riku. If the king said so, there was no way he could lose. I know I can beat Ansem. Riku nodded firmly and turned to the door to hold up the card. Through the door, the air was thick with the stench of darkness. Ansem's smell. Show yourself, Ansem. I know you're here. I can smell it. In response, Ansem slowly took solid form. I have watched you fight. I know your strength. Your skill with the darkness has grown. It has matured. He looked down at Riku with a loud, cruel laugh. <laughs> There's something I don't understand. Why do you accept the darkness, but still refuse me? You and I are much alike. We both follow where the darkness leads. Indeed, we are the same. So why? Does some part of your heart still fear the dark? That's not it, Riku replied. The truth is... I just can't stand the way you stink. He stood ready with Soul Eater. He knew that when he used his full strength, the darkness would pour forth from him. But he wasn't afraid of that anymore. Now he understood. All he had to do was believe in himself. You're a fool. You of all people should know my powers well by now. As Ansem spoke, an enormous shadow rose behind him. It was the darkness that lived in his heart. Or perhaps that was his heart itself. It took a vaguely humanoid shape, but more like a colossal heartless looming over Riku. Oh, I know. Or did you forget, Riku retorted. I used every ounce of my strength you had to give. 
and Sora still beat me. Your powers aren't all that impressive. Riku launched himself at Ansem. Very well, in that case, you will sink into the abyss of darkness. Ansem cried as if he'd been lying in wait. From behind, the shadow struck down at Riku with its fist. Huh! <sighs> Riku raised Soul Eater and blocked the blow, but its terrible force nearly crushed him all the same. But he would be all right. He trusted the king and himself. Take this! Riku pushed away the shadow's fists and leaped at Ansem's head, but the shadow swept him aside, protecting its master. I have nothing to fear of your power, Ansem crowed. You think so? Riku smirked. Riku smirked and lit darkness free from within him. I know how to use the darkness, but you only let it use you. He ran in to attack again. The shadow slid around to block Riku's way, swinging its fist, but Riku leaped atop it, using it to step spring off. He brought Soul Eater down on Ansem's head. You imbecile. The moment Soul Eater struck Ansem's body, darkness lashed at Riku. He raised one hand, trying to ward it off so he could see and landed. He must have hurt Ansem with that, Riku thought. He regained his balance and stood again, not wasting another moment before rushing Ansem again, with Soul Eater out to slash at his side. This is the end, Ansem. This is barely the end, said Ansem, even as he collapsed to one knee. You can't beat me, and neither can the darkness. Riku turned to see Ansem likewise looking back at him with a nasty smirk. Your darkness. I gave it all to you. My dark shadow lingers. Some day I will return. Darkness burst forth from Ansem as he began to fade. What? The darkness would swallow up everything, but a ball of light appeared above Riku. Your Majesty. Gosh, Riku, I know you want to do this alone, but you don't mind if I just help a little, do you? King Mickey's voice rang out. The ball of light glowed brighter and brighter. Come on, Riku. Let's get out of here. And then the light outshone everything. Did I beat him? Riku wondered, looking around. They were in a marble hall like before. The king answered him gently. You did it, Riku. But he could still smell Ansem's scent clinging to him. So, Riku, what happens next? Are you going to go home? I don't know. It's still here. It's really faint but I can still sense him. Riku looked away for a moment, then faced the king again. I can't go home until it's gone, but I think his darkness might still have hold on me. Your darkness belongs to you, just the way your light does. King Mickey went on, his voice gaining strength. Up till now, I thought the darkness was something we should try to get rid of, but while I spend time with you, I changed my mind. The road you chose, it's like darkness and light, back to back. And for you, I think they might come together in a way nobody's seen before. I'm wondering where that road leads. I'd like to see it for myself. I'd like to walk that road with you. Nobody had ever said anything like that to him before. That they wanted to travel with him on its path. Your Majesty, I... I don't know what to say. Aw, you don't have to call me that. We're pals. The king grinned at him, still a little embarrassed. Riku rubbed the back of his neck, but returned it. Okay, fair enough, Mickey. The king, or rather Mickey Mouse, nodded to him. Here's the epilogue. Epilogue, the first daybreak and the last evening. A simple path stretched on through the grassy field as far as they could see. It was impossible to say how far it went, 
but Riku and Mickey walked along it together. They both wore black robes, the same as the members of the organization wore. After some distance, the path split into three. At the place where it branched, a man stood waiting for them, Diz. What are you making me choose now? Riku asked. Between the road to light and the road to darkness, Diz told him, looking at the paths that split off to the left and right. Neither. I'm taking the middle road. Riku began to walk past Diz on the path between. Do you mean the twilight road to nightfall? said Diz. No. Riku looked back at him with a faint smile. It's the road to dawn. Riku kept on walking, and Mickey ran to catch up. What lay ahead of them was the daybreak path, the road to dawn, and a new journey would begin. Walking the path without you, so that we might remake our forgotten promise, so that I can find you on the road ahead. The boy stared at the setting sun. He would watch the sun go down from the clock tower and rose above the station. Each time it was a little bit different. Something was about to change. The thought hazily crossed the boy's mind. Roxas! He could hear Pence calling his name from the bottom of the tower. Coming! He called back and turned away from the blaze of the sunset to run down the tower stairs. The sinking sun cast the last rays behind him. Reverse slash rebirth. The end. Well, there we go. Man. Next up is Kingdom Hearts 2. And that's... Oof. That's a lot. That might be a couple of videos. Holy shit. It's like ten times bigger. Oh my god. Jesus. Oh my god. It is... Oh my god, it is 200 pages. It was rough to read 50. Fuck. Well, I guess I got a lot of work ahead of me. Fuck. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. And I had fun. I hope you had fun. As always, thanks for listening. I have an hour and 20 minutes to make my video. I haven't even written it yet. Alright, well, we'll see what happens. Bye. It's been eight weeks since I recorded this series, and I love how well it turned out, and I can't wait to make the next one. I'm glad you've been here to enjoy this show. I'm surprised anyone made it this far. This is the season finale, so there's going to be a long break for this one. I have to sit down and record all of the Roxas stories and then try to do all the Kingdom Hearts 2 stories. And I'm busy. I got a lot of stuff going on. So, in around eight weeks, the next one should come out. That's the 17th of August. So, it's going to be a while. In the meantime, I have this other show I've been making for a very long time, and I would love it if you would check it out. I know it's probably not your thing, but I think it's pretty fun, and it's got a video component, and I streamed it live weeks and weeks and weeks ago. And it's going to be a lot of work to edit it together because it's got video components. And I'd really appreciate it if you watched it. If not, whatever. Come back in eight weeks. I'm doing another one. But I'm glad you were here at all. So, thank you. Anyway, bye. Oh, and because it was vague, it's coming out on this channel. The shows are going to repeat every eight weeks. It's going to separate. And we're going to get a different show every eight weeks. Spice things up. Let me try new stuff. So if you're into that, check it out. There's a bunch of shows on this channel, like a ton.
Like, I've been doing this for, like, a year. There's no other I Hate Readings, but there's more shows, and you might like some of them. There's some playlists. If you go to playlists on my channel, if you want to listen to each show on its own, or on my link tree, there's a, there's a different section for each one. So, million ways to listen. Anyway, I actually have to go this time. So, bye.